You ready? You sure? Engage. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Welcome back. It's the file drawer. <laughs> uh, I feel like I accidentally kind of cut you off there. Do you want to continue? <laughs> not too much. <laughs> I like that the uh, the female choral voice came in right as you were doing that as well. <laughs> that was nice. That was a good touch. Oh, man. Uh, hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. This is uh, the file drawer. File drawer with Sam and Eric. A podcast. Do you think we'll keep that subtitle forever? I, I don't know. I think it sounds silly. So I know it, it was literally like the first thing we came up with. I think. Or I think I, when I was making the logo, I just typed it in there, <laughs> and you laughed, so we left it. it was, yeah. So we're making these important decisions uh, in a very whim, regimented way. We're, we're 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 flying by the seat of our pants, pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps by, like and that. our seats of our pants. Yes, like true Americans. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so we have a lot to get through this week. So I think we should probably try to stay, you know, line by line through our outline yes. for this week. Yes. Uh, and the first thing is, uh, I'll let you start. Well, that's how improv works, right? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the oh. king, Eric Middleton, has a special announcement. That was my drum roll. Keep it going. Sorry. Has it, until you hurt your fingers. I know my fingers the king. King Eric has a special announcement. Thesis has been submitted and approved by both committee members. I am done. Woo. With that. And the crowd goes wild. The crowd, goes, the crowd is here. <laughs> and, and very anticlimactic. Yeah, tell walk us through. What was it like? Was there confetti and balloons? No. So, again, so like, you know, in my past program, our thesis was a part of like the school's degree requirements. Like specifically, mm. and so um, this is back when I <clears throat> uh, was in IO program at University of West Florida. Uh, the Argos, right? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when your committee approved, you then had to do additional things like formatting it for electronic uh, uh, electronic submission to like the you know whatever platform that they post theses mm-hmm. on, and um, I think also maybe a slight additional formatting for the print purpose um so um so for print purpose as well so it was really weird um so here the experience is very different um after i got the approval about my second reader i was like all right let me just actually i was at, i was working at kli and i was like you know what let me just try to do what i need to do to get this in uh-huh. it was on monday maybe one of these days was that the day that i saw you yeah okay monday um and so i went to the lab and I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next. And that's so, when I saw you, I, I think. Was, no, it was before. Oh, okay. was that, well, you, you saw me afterwards. Oh, you because you had determined to go to ACB and yeah, find some paper or something. Yeah. Okay. So, no, first I was looking at like CGUs that actually does have like thesis requirements for uh-huh. other departments and things like that. So I found these documents that I thought were relevant online and I started like formatting it for electronic submission. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold on a second, let me make sure this is what I need to do. <laughs> So then I asked Becky. She wasn't sure exactly, but she knew exactly, but she was not familiar with what I was talking about because ah. I had a different form and all this stuff. Yeah. So I was like, let me go and just talk to Linda instead yeah. of email and got to yeah. run away. I didn't talk to Linda, but um, oh, sorry. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, I talked to someone else in the program there, and it was like, oh, you just print it off and yeah, get them the email, you know, yeah. the person, and that's it. I was like, oh, fair enough. So I actually undid, actually undid a couple of my changes that I've made. <laughs> yeah. Printed it off. There's a form that I just fill out and then have them email. And it was done. Boom. And so it got me thinking. Mm-hmm. First first topic of the night. <laughs> of the evening, early evening. Say, yeah, it's not really night. Is, you know, this is more of a question because I don't believe this myself. But the importance of, um, what, did I, what, was, what did I say earlier? Uh, ritual. ritual? The no, importance it wasn't of, ritual. It was uh, uh, ceremony. Ceremony. The yeah. importance of ceremony. And I, I, I personally don't 
like ceremonies, you know, events like, oh, you know, the pageantry behind everything. Right. But I also see that it is important um, looking at, you know, literature on like identity development. What, and what, why is it important? I don't know that literature. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's like well-researched literature, mm-hmm. but I've seen it as examples of how to facilitate or accelerate you know, identity um, gotcha. development. Going like through le- ceremonies. Leadership you. development. Having yeah. like um, pass, uh, was it? Uh, passage. Uh, Pageantry? No, 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 no. Rites of passage <laughs> oh, type rites of, of thing. Passage. Oh, like it's almost like, like we talked about. It's almost like, yeah, like, a, like a, 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 you're making that transformation. Right. In putting it into ritual format. And um, so I really don't buy that, but I, but I kind of do, and I see right. why people like ceremony. Right. Or like, you know, Sort of the buildup needs to culminate to something. The right. you know, crescendo is that the problem? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it was just very anticlimactic. I was like, <laughs> right. oh, I'll print it out here. Yeah, Let's and, with somebody. and it's a and it represents like over a year of work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's been like hanging over your head for a while because you had to get it done by a certain day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a kind of a emotional letdown. Yeah. I'm sure. And it's, you, it's like you turn it in. It's like, oh, nobody's ever going to read that again. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? We should put a copy on the website, on the file drawer, well, so people can read your thesis. That's absolutely silly. Uh, because it's terrible. Nobody would read it. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm glad to be done with that. Um, and my, my, th- my thoughts first started racing toward, okay, how do, what do I need to knock off next? What's the next thing I need yeah, to do? Yeah, right. And I was like, you know what? Calm down. Yeah, celebrate a little bit. Like, let yourself enjoy for at least a little bit. Yeah, that actually makes me think. Uh, so I've been thinking a lot about self leadership recently because I'm working on my thesis, which that is a central part of it. But self reward is a thing that is important, yeah. and probably not something that like, I know you've said does not come does not come naturally to you. Like your thought is not now like how am I going to reward myself for all the hard work that I did, but. Yeah. So I think we need some sort of ceremony for you finishing your thesis. Uh, I mean, I did the drum roll. That was pretty ceremonial. Uh, maybe there's like a special, there should be a special garment that you can wear around campus to show that your thesis is done. I'll wear a like cape. A cape. Yes. <laughs> a cape. The, the thesis completed cape. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe a crown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I'm growing the beard. Maybe it's some, some There you conscious. go. Because mm-hmm. it's like oh, I've completed that. I'm a little wiser. There you go. I need that. There you go. Beard with the gray in it to uh, demonstrate or uh, display. So that's a that's a thesis beard right there. Yeah. What's mine then? Yours is a yours is a research beard. The beard's appropriate on both sides. Hmm. All right. It's like I haven't accomplished anything recently, so my beard is it's a fake beard. Oh no, (laughs) I haven't earned my beard. (laughs) Shoot. Oh man, but uh. Well, congratulations. Um, I'm gonna miss basically having a 15 second part of every one of our podcast episodes be you talking about how you need to finish your thesis and be me being sad <laughs> yeah know. that you're not done yet yeah i'm like this doesn't make any sense i don't remember why but i was going through and listening to snippets of some of our really our older episodes i think i was looking for something yeah and i listened to one from like october yeah. and you were like yeah i'm trying to finish up my thesis yeah i'm almost there I just laughed a little bit inside. <laughs> That's okay though. That'll be me next year, and you yeah. can just no. I, me. I don't think it's gonna be. I mm. think you're gonna, you're gonna have it done like this summer. Uh, I don't know. Did you at any point while you were doing your thesis think like, okay, I'm gonna get this done really early? Yes. Yeah. You see, so do, I think that too, but that doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. But you know, it, it's partly because it's not like I was just sitting around. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like, it's like other projects. Your thumbs. Other yeah. projects. Um, and then just getting comfortable with your data set and exploring. And if you're the type that's like, mm-hmm. oh, let me look at it this way. Let me think mm-hmm. about it this way. You can start going down rabbit holes if you're not yeah. careful. Um, not, I mean, not not looking at a different way, but like the different statistical methods that you could possibly right. use. And um, just wanting to do it right, you know, right. through the well, whole that's, process. There's nothing, nothing, wrong, like that. nothing wrong with that. I think one thing that I potentially have going for me is that I don't have a... I don't have a, a copious amount of stats knowledge, so my uh, there will be less rabbit holes for me to go down because I will not know where the rabbit holes are. Yeah. So maybe that'll be helpful. Maybe that'll help me focus. Um, or maybe by then I'll be a stats wizard. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I had a thing, and then I lost the thing. Yeah, find it. Uh, 
No. Well, I did I did text uh, my brothers and my family while you were talking a little while ago, mm-hmm. asking for real-time podcast topics to add to our <laughs> This outline, is live. To add to our this outline. Yeah, it's like we have a caller in, yeah. sort of. Uh, one brother says, World of Warcraft and gaming addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Hmm. Do you, do you have a gaming addiction? I don't think I do. I haven't played a video game in months. Okay. Except for I've been playing Alto's Adventure on my phone a lot, which is a fun, endless snowboarding game. Yeah. It's very relaxing. I've actually been spending... It's a perfect game to be listening to an audiobook and then playing a game at the same time. I've been doing that way too much. Yeah. Because I have an audiobook that I'm working through that is 68 hours long. Wow. Huge. Yeah. Even bigger than the books you guys made fun of me for last week. Yeah, that's pretty... It's pretty a lot. But How it's, do you not fall asleep after like the first 10 minutes? Because it's really interesting. Yeah. It's a biography on Robert Moses, oh, who was a, a public official in New York from basically held various positions of power in New York for 44 years and was in charge of all sorts of major building, like highways and parks and buildings and stuff in New York. But was also a power-hungry maniac evil guy. There's a lot of them back there. Yeah. It's really fascinating how much power this guy was able to accumulate through being a genius and knowing how government works really, really well and having no ethics whatsoever. Yeah. It was, it's pretty nuts. It's yeah. a good book. Check it out. Power Broker. Power Broker. By... Uh, Oh yeah, I'll write that down. Put it in our thing so we don't have to go back and do it again. Trying to start a process of like keeping notes of what we talk about, so the to make our process of getting this up on the web smoother. Exactly. Um, Sidebar: Do you hear that fuzz, or is that just me? I hear fuzz in my left ear. I don't. Okay, no worries then. I'm sure it's fine. This is how the sausage is made, people. Um, Um, So okay, no, I do not have a video game. Speaking of games, though. Yes. So, were you about to go? No, I was going to say I don't have a video game addiction, but I did play a lot of Warcraft back in the day. But we already talked about that, like how I like to fish in that game. <laughs> um, uh, I, I watched a Netflix thing again. Okay. You know, okay. Netflix seems to have like better stuff on it recently, nice. or at least they're starring things higher. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I watched a documentary about Atari. Oh, I wanted to watch that one. They buried uh, the the ET, ET game. game. Yeah. Yeah. So how was that? It was it was it was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. Um, but it, it it just so while not specifically, I won't talk about you know all aspects of the right. documentary. But um, they were talking about just how Atari was just you know so new uh, back then, and they made so much money. And we're basically talking about kind of like the rise and I guess fall of Atari, where it eventually went um, as a game system, as a game console. And how it really was like the first company that sort of made the the nerd, like the rock star. Mm. You know, like all, this culture of Silicon Valley and stuff. Mm-hmm. This guy was like, yeah, well, you know, we kind of created that. Like it's people people would kind of come and do whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, at the company, you mean? At the company. Not, yeah. not with, with, with right. the restrictions, a little bit of restrictions. But yeah, like, you know, pot was smoke. You know, people mm-hmm. were smoking pot. And, um, yeah, this guy said, he, he said he visited and he went to the bathroom. And this guy just comes up barefoot to the stall. was like... What's going on here? And it's you know it's like one of their engineers. <laughs> and, um, so yeah. what, what's the story behind the ET thing? Why did they bury those in the desert? Uh, so, well, all right. It's so a spoiler alert, but it, I think it's entertaining still to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, so the 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 history, the the legend that led this person to do, do the documentary was that ET was the worst game of all. Right. Okay. Um, and at some point in time, um, around that phase where it wasn't doing very well, like it, basically they, were, they wasn't they, selling. They put they put a, spent a lot of money on it. It mm-hmm. wasn't selling. In fact, people were returning their games, mm-hmm. um, so they're losing money. And the legend is that I guess Atari was so ashamed that they buried it in the desert. <laughs> um, and that's basically it. I mean, that's sort of the legend. All right, and they found it right. Yeah, they, they, they found them. Right, because it, it was a legend, but then they actually went out and actually found the dump that they... Yeah, yeah. And there's more to it about it. Like, you know, the numbers weren't as high as they thought. And they actually... Um, they actually... Uh, you want to do a little swap real quick? No, it's not my it's not my mic. I just realized. Do you think it's it? Uh, keep, just keep going. All right, so... <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but it, uh, it, it was actually worth, it's worth watching if you like games and just hearing the story about these engineers um, that were really like doing so, such novel things. You look at the E.T. game, it looks, it looks terrible visually. Right. Just, all the games look terrible I've, visually like that. Right, but it was like even functionally just not really a game. <laughs> yeah, but near, near the end of the documentary, they do summarize and say, it really wasn't the worst game ever. Okay. You know, a lot of it kind of, it's, this is, this is the idea of like, um, uh, you know, pe- people s- sort of believe, believe the hype mm-hmm. of it being bad. Mm-hmm. Right, right, Believe right, right. the legend of it being bad, which then made people say it was bad. This guy was like, you know, he started asking people, you know, had you, had you ever played it? The people who were just mm-hmm. saying it was so yeah. bad. And they're like, no, no, we've never played it. Yeah. You know, things like that. Was it the greatest ever? Probably not. Was it the worst ever? Probably not. Right, but, right. But, people, but, people's, but people's, people's opinions of good or bad. Uh, and it is it is the only game that has been buried uh, in mass in the desert, probably. Well, no. Oh. What, no, what I'm saying is okay. like among that muck, they found other games. Oh, really? It wasn't. So I'm telling the whole thing, whatever. But uh, They found other games, too. Gotcha. Um, so even some of the best games of all time. Are your headphones sound right now? Uh, they sound a little bit better, but is it loud? Like no, it's not loud. It's just I can. It just sounds like someone blowing air in my ear. But it's not my mic and it's not my headphones. So interesting. Honestly, it's it's a ghost. There's a ghost in my headphone. All right. Um, I'm getting all sorts of topic requests over here. By yeah, the way, yeah. from my family. Uh, so nice. I don't know if we want to jump into them right away. Let's or... just go. Let's just go down them. Okay. Okay. Great. So uh, from let's see here. So we, we didn't really cover we didn't really cover World of Warcraft. Do you have any thoughts on World of Warcraft? Uh, I just want to I want to make this point real quick. My character on World of Warcraft actually looks a lot like you. Yeah. Except he he was a black man, yeah. but he had a red beard. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really know why. Like that's why I made my character. He was a warlock, and he was awesome. That's funny. That's but yeah, funny. I guess standing here looking at you, realizing you look a lot like my World of Warcraft. You like fishing? Yeah. Did I create you in World of Warcraft? Maybe, man. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's all a dream. <laughs> um, nice. But gaming addiction, I think, is an interesting topic. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually sad. Like I said, um, Zimbardo. Um, that's one of the the things that <clears throat> sort of in his heyday that he's studying um, is the. Uh, look this up real quick as a, as I talk and try to explain it. But uh, the issue with men, like men, or the issue of like men. The problem with men just wanting to sit around and play video games. <laughs> I didn't realize Zimbardo did anything with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was familiar, obviously, with the prison stuff not the, and then his time stuff. He's doing but. he's doing a lot of research now. Did you ever see the photo of me in, with my arm around Zimbardo? No. I was at a conference where he spoke and I had dinner. I sat I think next you told to him me at, that, di- at, at dinner. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's hilarious. hilarious. So you're a legend. Mm, he's um, the legend. Yeah, um, what he's talking about is the, the demise of guys. You can go to demiseofguys.com. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. .com, and it's like, you know, he's trying to look at why are boys struggling. I do remember reading How video games videos. and Google accessible hmm. porn or something. So they talk about stuff like that. Ruins relationships. Let's say, um, I don't, I've never read the book, but I've heard him talk at um, an event that was on CMC's campus last year where he kind of spoke mm, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, that. I was there. I think I was sitting next to you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. That's one. Of the, I think he's also studying some. So you games. obviously don't have a video game addiction. Did nah. you play many video games growing up, or even now? Uh, no, because I think we didn't really get video games in our house until mm-hmm. older, and mm-hmm. then it was like a Nintendo when everything else was out, mm-hmm. and we didn't really spend money on video games. Right. Um, right. So it just wasn't around. Really wasn't around, to... and I was like, I think my dad was like, "Oh, let's go to the flea market and buy video games," and we got like the worst Nintendo games ever. <laughs> Um, so it was like never Good became a thing. It was like Good a, move on one game I remember part. that I enjoyed playing. It was terrible though. It's called Boy and His Blob. Boy <laughs> and His Blob. <laughs> Sounds like a Goosebumps book. Boy and His Blob was about a boy with an alien blob that he fed jelly beans. Did to the blob, blob have a name or is his name Blob? I think I think it was Blob. That's kind of mean if that didn't actually have a name because it described him. You feed a jelly beans, you feed and, jelly it, beans. and it turns into things. <laughs> Was there a, a bad guy? What was the objective of this game? I Just hanging out with this blob? No idea. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't even the worst game. We had a Flash Gordon game, which was terrible. <laughs> which was, was this for like the original Nintendo, or do you know? I'm trying to think. Was this Nintendo? Actually, this might have been... 
for the Genesis. We eventually got yeah. a Genesis. Yeah, we had one. We eventually got a Genesis. But it was like, I always got the things after, yeah, like yeah. the next thing type yeah, thing. Yeah, same. Um, but, uh... I remember video... Like, when we would get a new system, a new video game system, it was the most incredible day of, of the yeah. year. Like, getting a... I, I distinctly remember getting a Sega Genesis yeah. and bringing it home in this red and blue box. Yeah. And it was a really big box, and it had it came with Sonic and Knuckles. Ooh. I remember my dad setting it up um, on this really old TV that we had, and man, the Genesis was incredible. And then that same experience for the PlayStation, yeah. playing it off CDs instead of cartridges yeah. seemed like the future. Yeah. And then PlayStation 2... So much better than the PlayStation. That was like the last console I yeah. ever really had. I didn't get a PlayStation 3, and I don't have one now. Yeah. Um, but I used to live for getting a new video game console. It was the most exciting thing oh, in the wow. world. Um, I had a Game Gear, the handheld <laughs> Sega Genesis <laughs> thing. That was actually like... It was surprisingly yeah, good. Yeah, that was um, ahead of its time, I, I think. Uh, that, that was in color and everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have a PlayStation 3 now, but I watch Netflix on it. I don't play video games. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like strategy games. I think we've talked yeah. about it before. Those like, are better on computers. I used to love like Riven and Myst, okay. yeah. um, that series of game. I own Portal on the PlayStation. I nice. really play it, but I, I enjoy playing yeah. it. Um, I like, I like real-time strategy games, and those are easier to play with a keyboard and a mouse. Mm. Well, So video games. So that was from my brother Joe. We talked about World of Warcraft. Thanks, about, thanks, um, Joe. Th- thanks, Joe, for being for participating. Oh, also, I, I want to say that the last three episodes or last two episodes. Oh yeah, we have a sponsor. Was was brought to was brought to the audience by Mrs. Sperlin. Yes, and because she sent Eric a big bag of gummy bears. Yes, which we are. Did we finish them? Uh, I think we have uh, a couple left. Yeah, there's I a couple think. left. Yeah. So thank you, Mom, for sending that. Yeah. They kept us going. The only reason why they're not gone is because we leave them per- here. perfectly like leave it in the closet with the equipment. Yeah. So, so, they're, so they're not devoured. There's specifically our podcasting jelly beans or uh, gummy bears. That's what gives us the juice <laughs> exactly. to keep it going. So now that we run out, I don't know what we're going to do. Probably get to end the podcast, I would think. Yeah. All right. Next topic uh, from my dad. Foods that make the best leftovers. I have thoughts. Ooh. I think cold pizza is always good. Wait, do you heat it up? You just eat it cold. Cold pizza. Ugh. Cold. You can heat it up. I mean, cold pizza is fine, but it, it's thirty seconds away from being a hundred times better. <laughs> nah, nah. Sometimes, like the heating, it changes the molecular structure <laughs> of the cold pizza. Yeah, in a good way. And de- like deconstructs it. Okay, and I guess sometimes, but Little Caesars warmed up is still pretty great. I agree. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Yeah. Warm but I have had some pizza where if you warm it up in the microwave, the cheese like liquefies. Yeah. And that's no good. Yeah. You don't want that. Um, I made this thing. I used to make this thing relatively regularly. I haven't in a while. Uh, called it Happy Slop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know what it was called, but it basically consisted of like, take a casserole dish. Yeah. You line it. I don't know. I don't remember the order of the ingredients, but basically it's like ground beef. It's what are you looking at me like that. It might be what I'm thinking about. We'll All see. Right, okay. So it's like ground beef, no, baked beans, corn, and then there's definitely like all that is piled up and then a layer of mashed potatoes and then cheese on the top of that and you bake it for a while. It's incredible like when you make it for, you know, the day that you make it, but it is a hundred times better as leftovers. Yeah. It's, I don't know why. I don't understand. I think all the- I think the, it's layers the, the of oils flavors get all together smashed. better. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. That's not what I was thinking I've about. literally made it before and then not eaten it the day that I made it and just put it in the refrigerator and ate it as leftovers. I don't know if it's really a leftover then. Do you make it's a not, leftover? Yeah, it is. Well- <laughs> I mean, it's a- it, yeah, yeah. It, By definition, does a leftover first have to be- hmm, That's a good question. Philosophical. That is. Is I, anything a leftover? <laughs> really? <laughs> Please continue. It's, I mean, you know, what I'm saying, it's like it's it's yeah. this world that we it's live just, in. In, uh, in other societies, they call it dinner. More food. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, dinner for the next night. Good point. It's like, well, we have to, leftovers. Yeah, we have to. Should, I, should I throw it away or should I keep it? I must say, um, that's a good point. That's uh, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Man, I, I was thinking about like um, this morning pears. I, oh, I, I bought, hate pears. I bought pears. I tried to eat a pear for the first time in years the other day. And yeah. I still hate it. I'll tell you why. I'll okay. tell you why you probably hate it. Because it tastes like sand. No, but you got to get the pear at the right uh-huh. rightness. What is the right rightness? I have no idea, but <laughs> okay. I know it's there. So sometimes when it's not ripe, it's dry. Yeah, it's it's gross. sandy. Like it's, it's like, is Gritty. this even a fruit? This yeah. is just a thing. This yeah. is a, 
an object that yeah. is like cardboard. Yeah. And then sometimes when it's way too ripe, it's like you pick it up it's and the like skin falls apart. off. Yeah. And it's oh, filthy like and it's a burn like, victim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good luck eating your next super ripe pear. And it's like, oh, this is not good. But I've had pears at this perfect hmm. middle. Okay. Where it's like, oh, this is a fruit. This is the pear. That makes me happy. I want somebody who is knowledgeable in the ways of pears to just bring me a pear that is ready for human consumption, and then I'll decide if I like pears. But my other thought is that if this fruit is so finicky that there's like a 35-second window of where you can eat it and it's good, it's not worth my time. Really? Nah, I don't need that. If you viewed other food like that, there's a lot of stuff. No. In-N-Out hamburgers, In-N-Out fries. (laughs) That has about a minute minute life on it. Sure, but I can guarantee that when I get that food... From the in and out person and sit down and eat it, it is ready to go. Always. Pears, pears are a mystery it's, fruit. It's, yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Other foods, leftovers. Uh, uh, hmm. Pizza, happy slop. I mean, everything. So you're, I thought you were going to go down this route, but it's uh, like a dip. That's common, uh, whatever. But Like a bean dip? Uh, without the beans, but layer of cream cheese. <laughs> so not a bean dip at all. <laughs> like a dip. Okay. <laughs> like a dip. Like a dip. Cheese, your, your sour dr- cream. Your druthers, sir, if you want to put it in. <laughs> okay. Cream cheese. Yeah. Um, chili without mm, the beans. But yeah. I guess you could use beans yeah, if you like. I like that. I have a feeling I'm missing something. Cheese? You say and cheese? And then cheese, yeah. Uh, but that feels like it's only three layers. <laughs> there has to be more. But that's the basic. <laughs> okay. That's the basic. Well, it sounds stuff. good. Makes me realize another perfect leftover food is chili. Chili. And again, though, I don't know if this is a leftover because I would deliberately... Let it sit for a long time because yeah. chili just gets better the longer it sits. So yeah. I don't know. Pasta, pasta. Mm. When you let that sauce marinate in the pasta, mm. like not too much, not over saucy. But sometimes when I have leftovers, when I have extra for the next <laughs> night, um, do you do you put the sauce? I put the sauce on the pasta. On the pasta. Stir it up to kind of glisten it a little bit. <laughs> Throw it in the fridge. It absorbs. It soaks. Mm. It embodies right. that flavor. I feel like I. Pasta seems to get dry quickly on me as leftovers, but maybe I'm just doing it wrong. Maybe. 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 Uh, any other thoughts on leftovers? No. Well, right. This is absolutely fun right now. Okay, good. Um, oh, my dad voted on his favorite leftover. I just didn't see this here. Uh, he says lasagna. Was, was that that yeah. pasta? Pasta, you're right. The pasta there reason probably for the same reason, yeah. because that the noodles just absorb that flavor, man. Yeah. And you still get the issue, I think, on lasagna sometimes where the edges might get a little hard. See, but I think a little bit of hardness on that is kind like of good. A get a little, change up the texture a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You can't get it too, let it get it too hard because then it gets all crackery and weird. Well, like, you know. <laughs> What'd you call me? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Whoa there, sir. Um, yeah, I, I feel you. All right. Brother Joseph wants to know are, wants you, are you in an Amish family <laughs> yes yes <laughs> that's Berlin uh, sister wives there's, a, there's enough of us um he wants us to talk about animals we didn't know existed which seems like a trick because how can we talk about things we don't know exist and then he says look up pika p-i-k-a so I'm looking it up right oh, now yeah, let's look at pika what is this little guy it's a small mammal Small mammal with short limbs, rounded ears, and no external tail. So, like a little guinea pig. It's a guinea pig. What am I looking at here? It has bigger ears than a guinea pig. Or it looks like a, a rat with no tail. I don't know. This thing's like, oh, kind of cute. Oh, oh, look at that thing. Why is that cute, but then rats are disgusting? I don't, I don't, they all, I don't know. The same I don't thing? know why. Hmm. All right, hold on. I mean, like, at the end of the day. What's its, what's its genus? What's its phylus? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving Joe some pushback right now on why we're looking at this thing. Um, there are, oh, what is the name? What is the, look up a, not, not a, it was on Going Deep with David Reese. It's a really good climber. Slow Loris. Slow <laughs> Loris, which sounds like a joke name for an animal, but that's literally its name. That, is awesome, and I'm pretty sure they are uh, poisonous. <laughs> Those things? Yeah. Oh man, that thing looks like it talks like this. Well, like it has like a heavy, like heavy cheek. Well, I'm just a slow loris. I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to. Who me? Oh, I'm just, I'm just a climbing up this tree. <laughs> There's videos of them eating like rice balls. It's awesome. And they have like little human hands though, which is kind of creepy. Oh man, it's 
supposedly the best, like, the animal that is best suited for climbing trees. Really? Okay. Yeah, according to David Reese. Okay, because it goes nice and slow. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Tortoises. Yeah. Okay. Um, Joey says it's cute, and that's why we're looking at it. I think he's wrong. The Joey. Pika. Tell me Joey's like 48. <laughs> Joey is 22 or okay. something? I don't okay. know. Uh, he just said raccoon dog. That sounds made up, too. That sounds very real, and it actually can't sound a little scary. Looking it up right now. Raccoon dog. What? And I want to encourage the listener to, as you listen to, to look this up as well. <laughs> what? I just got a little picture of this raccoon dog, <laughs> and it's silly. It is. Uh, it is silly looking. It looks like rac. No, it looks like a raccoon. Yeah, but, but kind of chubby. It looks like a chubby raccoon. It's like poofy. Yeah, it's like a poofy raccoon. Yeah. The things that trip me out, man, are these like un- these deep water fish. Oh, uh, anglerfish. Deep water fish, the, man. The, oh, they are crazy. All of them. Whatever. The one, of- how cool is it? They have a dangly thing with light on front. It's and absolutely gets, insane. That's so cool. That. That's mad. That's madness. That should not exist. <laughs> that should not exist in this world. Uh, yeah, I, I wish, I wish I had one as a pet. Yeah. Did you ever have pets growing up? Um, I had, no. No pets? No. I think we had goldfish at some mm, point. Okay. I had siblings that had a hamster at some point, but okay. it wasn't, I didn't take care It wasn't yours, right. We, uh, so I never really had a dog growing up until high school, then we had a dog for a while, but I have had, uh, a bird. Yeah. Cockatiel. Oh, okay. Uh, like Doritos. Um, we, one time I caught a snake and then we caught baby toads to feed it to the snake and we kept that for a while. Oh man. That's that just... was super cool. Uh, I think we also caught a turtle once and kept that as a pet. Yeah. We were all about catching things and keeping them as pets. Yeah. Um, I wish I had a pet right now. Well, you're... Well, no, no. Okay. If you could, if money was no object, what would you, what, what pet would you get? I don't know the answer to that question, Sam. I can't think of anything interesting. I do. Did you ever uh, look up a serval? I was about to say that. Nice. But I don't like cats. So uh, but It's not a cat. It's a serval. It's a cat. <laughs> it's, it's a badass cat. It's, it's a big cat that's still a cat, and it could actually hurt you. <laughs> it's, it's, so take, it's, take cats' added, already existing attitude, yeah. put it on a bigger animal yeah, with claws that, that, that can claws. jump. My, we have a cat at home, and it literally one time, while I was asleep, used my face as a launching pad to jump to the window. That's fun. And I woke up bleeding all over myself. Uh, that, so if a serval did that, I'd probably die. Look up a... Somebody like, posts videos of servals jumping on things on YouTube. <laughs> of course they did. This is ridiculous. Oh, I want a goat. Goats goat are fun. crazy. Goat be, I want those uh, goats that you scare and they fall out. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they faint. Yeah. <laughs> those fainting goats are crazy. Uh, good old fainting goats. You know what? I would like a... Big aquarium with like big fish. It's okay. a little rude. Like, like real big fish. It's a little rude to the animal, but but if you have a really big aquarium, they don't know. Yeah, there's a Bass Pro Shop near my house in Michigan that has a huge aquarium with like Bass Pro, big yeah. fish in it. Yeah. Well. All right, I think we've exhausted this topic. Uh, next topic. Uh, well, in summary, Joe the peak is not that cute. I don't know. What to, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, favorite kitchen gadgets. Oh. Hmm. I just bought one yesterday, actually. It just arrived. A rice cooker. Ah. For all right, rice is super easy to cook, right? Uh, but it, it, sometimes. Right, but it is just annoying enough that I wasn't cooking it very often. Yeah. But I like the idea of just throwing it in a thing and putting a lid on it and hitting a button and coming back later and it's good to go. The thing about the rice cooker is it has like little tick marks and tells you exactly mm-hmm. where to put the water, put the water and yeah. put the rice and stuff like that, which is awesome. And um, rice isn't as easy to cook. It depends on right. the type of um, pot you're cooking in, cooking right. in, yeah. the type of rice and all that true, stuff. You, true. You know. I mean, I'm not talking about like minute rice here. I'm talking about legit, talking about good rice. actual rice. Yeah. Uh, what kind of rice do you like? Um, I like jasmine I rice. Like jasmine rice. Yeah. yeah. I got, I've got some brown rice right now, though, yeah. trying to be a little healthy, you know, watch yeah. my cholesterol. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't North Carolina known for its rice? No, but I think oh, South Carolina, South Carolina? Rice okay. farms and stuff. Okay. Like that. Gotcha. Well, never mind um, then. I like um I like all kitchen gadgets, man. Really? Like that's one thing. I, I want a big kitchen to be able to put different gadgets mm-hmm. where it doesn't isn't cumbersome. Right, and also the, cabinets to put them in. The worst thing is having to like dig out a kitchen gadget with like multiple pieces multiple that are spread place, around. Uh, yeah, I love the food processor. Food processor is pretty great. I, I've never I had never used one, um, but my roommate has one, and I was like grating. Um, I think I might have been making macaroni and cheese or something. I don't know, and I was grating cheese, 
And I was like, oh, I was like, we got a food processor. I didn't have a good hmm. grader. So I got that food processor, put on the, its grading tool. Yeah. And it did it so fast. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, why haven't I been using this all my life? It's a block of cheese done. Yeah. <laughs> I love my food processor as well because I make hummus in it. Hummus, yep. Yeah, yeah. And it's so much more cost effective. Like hummus is relatively expensive in the yeah. grocery store. Yeah. Make it at home. You can adjust the ingredients how you yeah. like it. Put a little something, something in there. Yeah. And I don't know. No, it's great. no preservatives added. It's exactly. good. Exactly. You know, and those pe- chickpeas are All right. expensive. So one vote for a rice cooker, one vote for I, a food I like, processor. I like other things too. I like though. rice cookers as well. Okay. So right. two votes well, for I each. haven't used my rice cooker yet. Oh, Maybe man. after this, we can go use my rice cooker. Hey, man. Yeah. Get crazy. <laughs> man, I like a little rice. Um, what else do I like? I want a big mixing stand. Like one of those yeah, big, I want one too. heavy ones. Yeah. I'm like gonna a, bake things. Like when I'm in a solid kitchen, man, yeah. I got so I got, I got ideas. I got dreams, man. <laughs> this this little this young this young man from North Carolina. He's got dreams from, of a big kitchen. I got, got dreams of a big kitchen. <laughs> what are you gonna dreams. make in your big kitchen? I'll make stuff. I'll make <laughs> stuff. stuff. Okay. Don't you don't stuff. you worry. Don't you worry. I still, I hook it up, man. I All try right. I try to hook it up and you know, I try to have balanced meals and I try to like even I get excited sometimes when I you know start plating it. Yeah. That, <laughs> I like plate plating is you fun. Know? Uh can you can when you get your dream kitchen, will you start a video podcast of cooking with Eric? Yeah. Okay, good. I'll do that. Good. Now I'll watch that. Um, You'll see me measuring. Oh, take a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. I, I did. Want- I did one. I made. Um, I had a good pie recipe. Um, I used to like making apple pies, and I still do. But I used to use um, a mixture of uh, pink pink lady apples. Okay. Let's say yeah, apple pie. Um, pink lady apples, and I can't remember the other type of apple I used. And um, I had a good recipe for just making a solid pie. I didn't make the crust from scratch, granted, but okay. I used the Pilbury dough crust, and mm-hmm. I would use like this um, uh, honey butter type stuff. That's my Ooh. butter inside, and all that stuff. That sounds it's, incredible. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's good. It was good. <laughs> and then um, I was visiting my grandma one year, years back, and I forgot my recipe, and I just couldn't remember the quantity of anything. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I, just, I guess I'll. There's a unit of sugar. I don't remember what kind of unit. <laughs> Maybe it's a, a maybe sugar. it's a cup or something ridiculous, and so I added it in. <laughs> I added it in, and um, I like cut a piece for my grandma, and she took a bite. She's like, "Oh, what are you trying to kill me?" Because <laughs> she's diabetic, and she it was way too whatever amount of sugar I put in there, it was way too much. Wrong unit. It was the oh, like either I did two units of I knew it was something of a unit. I can't remember the exact what I put in, but it was way too much sugar. And I like sweet stuff. And, and apples like, already have a lot of sugar, yeah. so. I was like, oh, I can't even eat this. I was like, maybe I can hold it. I'll, even if I mess up, I always try to eat it, but I could not maintain. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I was like, <laughs> my grandma thinks I'm trying to kill her. That's tragic. Well, I mean, it could have had a more tragic ending, but I'm glad it did not. Um, do you have a favorite thing that you like to cook? Other than incredibly sweet pies? No. Nah. I just had a realization that I can just buy bags of frozen shrimp. I love shrimp, and I can just make things with shrimp in them all the time. That's what I've been doing. Have you? Yeah, that's good. Today I made a like a stir fry with shrimp in it. You're gonna enjoy it over that rice, man. Yeah, I know. Today I I, I actually used up the last of my rice noodles. I made pad thai the other day, nice. but I had to use them up. So nice. shrimp, little rice noodles, some onion, spinach. It's oh, mm. good. A little fish sauce. <laughs> um, also like. Good knives. Oh, yes. Like, I you need to have a good, good knife. And I don't really have good knives. I almost cut my finger off today ah. <laughs> with my dull knife. Yeah. This onion had the strongest skin I've ever seen on an onion. And I was like wailing on it with this knife. And the onion slipped out and it chopped like the very tip of my finger, but just where it was just like dead skin, I guess. But it could have been so bad. <laughs> so bad. It could have been terrible. We wouldn't have been recording oh, good, today. Good. Well, hopefully, be guided. I guess adult. No, maybe not. No, it's always sharp. It would have just gone through yeah. the onion and not. That's the thing. That's that, true. Yeah. That's the thing that, that yeah. dull knives are more dangerous yeah. than sharp knives. And I should know that. I used to sell Cutco knives. <laughs> yeah. How do you not know that? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting though. Um, what was I going to say about that? Sharp knives. Yeah, I want good sharp knives. But I always think back when I think about cooking, I always think about that scene in Goodfellas when the, I haven't the guys seen Goodfellas. Wow, man. So sorry. Like, continue. I think, I think Please continue. In prison or something, and they're just slicing up the garlic so thin Ooh. and letting it just simmer as they're like Ooh. making whatever they're making pasta or spaghetti mm. or something. But uh, right. man, this we this is almost turning into a cooking audio podcast, yeah. which would not be nearly as interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right, new topic. My brother Nate 
the construction manager, wants us to talk uh, about more manly stuff we don't know anything about. <laughs> and I asked him, like, what? He said, I don't know, something about cars, maybe? I definitely don't know anything about cars, but what other manly things do we not know anything about? You know what? Raising children? Yeah. Raising children. <laughs> Raising the youth of the world. <laughs> um, woodworking. I don't know a damn thing about woodworking. No, nothing about woodworking, but I used to love watching the Woodride Shop. What's that? It's a, it was a PBS show. It may or may not is still like be the, on. Is it like the Bob Ross of woodworking? No, because Bob Ross wasn't a real dude. He, what? Bob, Bob Ross. He's a real painter, wasn't he? No. Oh, no, Bob Ross. Sorry, sorry. I, th- I thought you were talking about Bob Vila. My bad. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm talking about painting guy. Bob Ross. Yeah, yeah. Happy Little um, Trees. The Woodride Shop was this dude that basically made all these things out of wood, but all of the things that he used to make things out of wood were also, in fact, made out of wood. Like, so, Where, so, how did that start? <laughs> like his his equipment was like constructed. Like he built yeah. his own equipment, I and mean, he had metal for like uh-huh. you know for the blades and things like that. And but um, yeah, he would make his own equipment. You know, like his um, his um, vices and stuff would mm-hmm. be wood, and he would hit a block in, tighten it up, and oh, that that show was dope, man. The wood right shop, awesome. dude. I'm... That show was so dope. <sighs> man, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, um, I know nothing about uh, steel working. But I would love to be able to make a sword. Yeah, I wish I, I kind of wish I was a blacksmith. Yeah, so you can don't you have, don't you have to smelt iron or I, sm- sm- isn't smelting? I, you know what? It's a word that I've used a lot in World of Warcraft, but I don't actually know what it means. I mean, the, the stupid idiot brain that I have is saying, "Oh, it's a combination of melting something and smelling it," uh, which is definitely not true. But. I think smelting is uh, you stick it in the fire for a bit, yeah, and then we, it gets hot. Yeah, and that's where they got the phrase, we've got a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah. But why would you need that many irons in a fire one time? I thought they had small fire pits. How many irons could you potentially put in a fire to make um, a sword? I don't you can have them all together. Maybe, maybe a very productive blacksmith has lots of irons in the fire because he's making lots of swords at once. Yeah, but... Mass producing that. Don't you have to do it quickly? Smelt. So. Smelt is a fish. That's not, oh, no, no, <laughs> not wrong no, no, smelt. No, smelt. Chemical process. That's a, actually still not the right thing. <laughs> I feel less bad now. There's multiple meanings. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Smelting. Chemical process. Let's see. Oh, is a form of extractive metallurgy. Its oh, yeah. main use is to produce a base metal from its ore. Yes. Huh. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. So you yes. put you put the ore in there. You smelt it, and you get the good stuff out. Then you get. That's how you get the good stuff. All right. You get, now, I don't think the blacksmith does that stage, does he? Does does the blacksmith just get the ore and he has to make his own, or does he go black, to go to the go to the a true blacksmith store? does it from the beginning from the to beginning the end. end? Yeah, I guess beginning you're right. to end, dude. So like, he just gets a pile not, of like a pile of iron ore. And have then, you not seen a Knight's Tale? I have, not, but it's been a long time, and I think I was distracted <laughs> by the music. I don't know how historically accurate that one was. <laughs> uh, have you not seen a Black Knight or uh, with Martin Lawrence? No, I haven't. <laughs> I think no, it was. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I haven't um, seen it. But yeah, so it's yeah. Being able to make a sword would be or awesome. a knife or something, or a knife or anything, or just a thing. Just making anything yeah. in the world that's not a uh, text document sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I occasionally go. Uh, there's a channel on Vimeo called like the Maker's Channel or something, yeah. and there's just short little videos of people making stuff. Yeah. And there's a series on. This blacksmith who makes not awesome knives, and there's one on guy who makes bicycles from scratch, yeah. and that stuff just blows my mind. It's all pretty manly, and none of it can I do. Yeah, there's an article I read in some one of these magazines. There's a guy who shares my last name, Middleton. Mm. He's a black guy, so he might be related somewhere <laughs> down the road. Who knows? Or probably not, because you know <laughs> the history of America. Mm, yes, but um, he makes like custom um, cutlery, oh, like kitchen cutlery. I, and it looks so nice. I'm like, do people really use this? But uh, like, these things look nice. They're expensive yeah. as hell. But um, and they say Middleton on it. So I want to get some money. Oh, that's awesome! I might, I might buy one of those. And then tell people you made it. Yeah, it's like, oh, this, this, is, this is mine. This is made for me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Huh? But it's awesome. Yeah, some manly things. Yeah. Let's do. You know, let's let's talk about manly things that we can know do? of. Okay, know of that like, we that we can that aware we do. of or that we can do. Okay, sure. Uh... I can drink a beer. Drink a beer. Yes, sir. You play hockey, my friend. That's, oh, yeah. That's a great... Okay. I get you to know, play hockey, I guess. Yeah. You know, you've lost teeth and... I don't know. Fun <laughs> story. The only teeth I've lost were not hockey related. Right. It was from me doing chin-ups and the bar broke. 
and I slammed the bar into my mouth. So this is, again, back to you doing mainly things that you know right, that you can't do. I don't no, know. okay, but I mean, I, I've had my fair share of other hockey yeah. injuries. I, just the other day, I came home from my game. I had a fat lip because yeah. some idiot hit me in the face with a stick. Yeah. But, now, let's talk about, perhaps, because mm-hmm. we are psychologists. Mm. And we, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. This but. gender stereotyping. Oh. This, uh, manly, manly and not manly. Manly could point. be anything. Like Good you point. said, you know? Why do we have to do this? Why does my brother have to be so sexist? Why do we have to be so sexist? That's what we should have him on the air. Have you ever seen a woman's rugby game, female rugby game? Uh, I have not, actually, but I'm sure it's violent. Yeah. They they get, I mean, same as men, but even women's rugby, a lot of times they rely more on like the technical, Mm -hmm. going through it the right way or, you know, um, and stuff, those games can be exciting. Yeah. I mean, I've seen plenty of women's hockey and it's still good hockey, still mean as hell. Ooh. So we are above We're these above sexist it. titles. We're above it. You know what? You know what else is? We could spend a long time talking about uh, talking about cooking. Some would argue maybe stereotypically a a, f- a female gender role, but yeah. you know what? We'll take it. We're, we're Renaissance men. Exactly, we are. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing uh, pantaloons. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing a a handkerchief across my neck, <laughs> like a like one of those old school feathery. I don't, what are those things? Not, not handkerchief, like oh, no. Renaissance days. Like an ascot? Ascot, yeah. I don't know that if that's like Renaissance a, days, maybe. Like Shakespeare oh. thing. All right. Shakespeare and Pooh. Actually, he had the collar. Yeah, the big paper collar <clears throat> thing. Uh, all right. I don't know if we have any other topics for my family. Yeah. Uh, actually, we do. Hold on. Hold on. They're arguing with Joey about whether the Pika is cute. What are you on? iMessage. Hmm. No, I don't like these other recommendations. We already talked about food stuff. and What were we talking about? Hockey playoffs are starting this week. Really? Not that you care at all, but, uh, but I always tell like, people... Are the Canes in it? They're not. Okay, then I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. I always tell people, though, this is the time of year where I try to convert people into hockey fans because NHL hockey in the playoffs is completely different and 10 times better than just regular season. And... It's like a completely different game. So I always do my best to try to like convince people, like, watch a game. Or if you get a chance, watch a game seven. There is no better sporting event than a game seven. Yeah, I like, I like watching hockey. I mean, we should watch a hockey game this uh, this playoffs. Yeah, I think, it, you know, it's hard to watch like on a small screen. Yeah. Or, True. Let's go to a bar and watch. Yeah. Well, the Kings aren't in it this year, so wow. they might have trouble finding a game. Yeah. Eh, we'll, we'll, I mean, I'll be watching them all on my tiny little computer probably, yeah, but. If we find somewhere else, we'll do it. I'll make you a diehard hockey fan because you want to play hockey. Yeah, you talked yeah. about that. That might so. be the next next phase of uh, doing. Will, will be awesome. Stuff. Uh, <laughs> is is that a, is that a like an, an actual project? Eric doing random stuff. Yeah. Do you have I, other things on your list? If I recorded my life of in doing random sports and stuff, I could, would have a show right now. All right. What else do you have? Uh. What else would I? I, so, I so you're doing taekwondo, ta, jiu-jitsu. Sorry, but I, sorry. I did like wrestling. Club. I, mean, I did wrestling. I did okay. sports all throughout high school. But right, I'm talking about rugby. When I don't yeah. need to do it, but I did like wrestling club, yeah. like in grad school. Oh, okay. Rugby, jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, you know, fish. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Another thing we need to do, man. We need yeah. to finish being students so we can just go be men of leisure. Yeah, I reread for our work week, by the way. They do based on our, on our conversation a couple. Of weeks course, ago. you reread the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, um, I hate it. Yeah, there's there's parts of it that are great. There yeah. are actually some very actionable stuff in there, but he comes across as a super douche in yeah. the way he writes about this stuff, which doesn't help his case. Um, and his whole just he's he's operating from different assumptions than or different yeah different assumptions than I like to operate from in terms yeah. of what work can be. Yeah. And his thing it's basically you want to create anything regardless of what it means to you or the world that will generate passive income for you with as minimum amount of work for you as possible. So then you can go off and do whatever you want. And he does make the point that going off and do whatever you want could be volunteering. It could be creating a different company that does have some sort of social, you know, well-being. But he, he talks a lot about using like, uh, like hiring very low paid people to do administrative things for you. And it's, I guess it just comes across as a very not my idea of what it means to actually do good good work. Yeah. But it's funny because like, some people absolutely love it. Because I think, I mean, it's, a, it's the idea of creating a company that can fund your life while you go do whatever you want is appealing. And he lays it out like all these kind of self-help book, books do in a very logical way. And you can see how it could be done. 
but because it worked for him and maybe some of his friends um, doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, just follow these steps and you'll yeah. do this exact same thing. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> so I'm glad, I'm glad you prompted him because I read it in 2007 and I remember him being much more positive about it. Um, pretty, now. You, know, you have to have a different, yeah, different. Yeah. I mean, I was a sophomore in, in, in yeah. college, in undergrad like figuring my life out. I was like, this is amazing probably. Yeah. And I could, you know, if I could do this, this would be awesome. But I don't know, maybe I'm just more cynical now. I want to get your opinion about something you just said. Yes. It's slightly different. So yeah. it's going back to that Atari documentary. So one thing that really stood out that I thought was interesting was you were talking about um, what work can be. Mm-hmm. And a comment made by one of the guys who had by now you know, dropped out of the gaming industry um, a comment that he made was that when he started to work for Atari, that's the first time he realized that work could be that way. Mm. And it almost ruined him <laughs> for, like, future? for future work. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, because yeah. there was like, you know, again, it's sort of rock star. We're, we're loose. We're, we're on the edge. We're on the edge of, we're on the cusp of doing these new novel yeah. things that had never been done before. Right. And he made, he made, I think, I think it was the same guy, if I'm not mistaken. But example is that a guy made that ET game. The people say it was bad. Mm-hmm. I think in like five months, like a very mm-hmm. sh- right. short span of time, yeah. you know. And um, that experience of and, you know people just want to do, <laughs> you know he's yeah, having yeah. having a good time. Well, and like a sense of like you said, being on the edge. Like they probably had a very unifying purpose. Like yeah. you know, we are creating this whole. We are creating. Thing. Yeah. We are creating. And leaving that was like, oh, well, I can't work anywhere. Else. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what what does that mean? Um, it's almost like. You know, it's. A, I would say I think it's one of the things that makes maybe, maybe people fear achieving that. Yeah. Because once you achieve that, then what's next? Or right. or, or then yeah. when when you lose it, I guess. Yeah. You know. Right, and I mean the two so the two assumptions there, which may be valid, are what if you get a taste of that that you will eventually lose it. I mean, you That's could continually work work in that company and continually be pushing the edge. Um, the other one is that you can't bring that to another company. Which is, I think that would be the challenge that I would put, like wrap my arms around if, for say, I was working at a really cool company, got laid off or something, and then ended up working at a kind of more humdrum place, trying to bring elements of that to this new company. And maybe maybe part of it is just structural in terms of like what they're actually doing. I mean, if it's like a, you know, a kind of a boring industry, maybe not so much, but you can still do things org structure-wise or... I guess the the way that the company does their work where you feel like you have autonomy and you can do cool things and kind of be entrepreneurial within your company as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Luckily I have not yet experienced that. I haven't been ruined on good work. I mean yet. I haven't either. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I just never thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um huh. and in fact it might be different in this guy's scenario, because I believe the guy who said it was the guy who was kind of affected by it. What people were like you know, like, oh he was the guy who had been Revealed as the great video game maker, mm-hmm. creating something so terrible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Almost like the world, the gaming yeah. industry, his community of yeah. peers is like turning on him. <laughs> you right, know what I'm saying? right, yeah. So it's, it's not even just losing. See, it's, he, it's like, he became infamous. Yeah, you know? So it's just a weird well, thing. And I'm also, I, I, I wish I knew more people who worked in these companies that we all hold up as like paragons of like good work. Like more people who worked at Google or Facebook or these really places where people strive to work at. Because I think – I bet you huge aspects of working at those places are just like working anywhere else. Of course. Yeah. And it's easy to build them up in the pop culture and through their PR and everything. But in, in some ways, work is work. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about – or I don't know anybody really who's worked in those situations. Where are we at? Because I wanted to ask you about... We've got so, probably about 10 minutes. Uh, I mean, really, we've got whatever we want because we make the rules. Yeah. Um, I, again, this is me talking about something. Like sometimes things will pass my eye. Uh-huh. People post or whatever. I don't really read it. So I'm going to see if you've sure. heard of it. This guy, I don't know if it's a real story or not. Um, dropping his salary down to raise everybody's minimum wage. I have saved that article, but I have not read it yet. Okay. So, so we'll, neither of us has read it. Let's, let's hold off on that then. But um, the basic idea was, yeah, the CEO reduced his own pay and raised, I guess everybody at the company is making at least, I would assume at least, and not everybody is making the exact same, um, at least making 75 grand. Yeah. Which is... And 
crazy. One of the articles, again, I didn't read it, but that th- they were trying to say is he read an article of yeah, about, about positive whatever. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't don't base don't, don't base, base huge decisions on one well, study. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so maybe we can talk well, about that. Here's next what we week. really need to do is we need to set a reminder in our calendars for like a year or two years from today, and then look up this company and see how they're doing. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. If we could get like either financial stuff or some sort of um, yeah. uh, metrics, metrics on it, you know, around this time. Yeah. And then see them where they are a year later, a year and a half later. Interesting. That'd be interesting. I mean, it is kind of like a, a natural experiment. Yeah. Or so. just digging into more information. Because, again, with all the news, and I put air quotes, mm-hmm. out there, people just post stuff, stuff, and I'm like, is this real? Yeah, and it's, yeah. Like, well, it's like a very like feel-good story. It's very simplistic. Yeah. Like, okay. And I, I'm not landing one way or the other. I do think, I mean, th- there, there are plenty of studies that show, you know, Money-wise, like if you're in a scarcity mindset in terms of your money, you it affects you cognitively. And yeah, you're pointing to yourself. Me yeah. too. Here, um, so it it is interesting to see if this will have any sort of ripple effect to yeah. other what, companies. It goes back into this idea of we just give them money, but if you're still treating them like like shit. like, like, <laughs> like it's poo, really, it's like what do we do? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, is yeah. the environment still whatever? Right. If I'm, what's the culture like? Yeah. What are, do teams hate each other? Do people are there unrealistic work expectations? Here's what: what if this happens? All right, let's say you were making forty grand, and now suddenly you're making seventy five grand. Work hours. What are the expectations now from you in terms yeah. of your output? And what are you? Is your recourse like your for pushing back on that? Like you just got a thirty thousand dollar raise yeah. overnight. Yeah. Do people f- like, do that? Does that mean you just take crap that is dumped on you? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's yeah, that is interesting. It's just it just people like to see a story like that and think, oh, everybody needs to do this, and yeah. this is going to solve everything. Well, it may actually cause some pretty significant problems. I'm very interested in what these kind of side effects might be of doing that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I, um, this is like a stupid thought. Like, I want to. I wonder if there's like a a blog or a book or something to be written about. Everything is you know I always talk about everything depends. There's everything's a shade of gray. But I want to take the Fifty Shades of Grey play on words of that, <laughs> and make it like a seductive article or something about how it depends. I don't know. <laughs> I think you should workshop that a little know. bit more. I, don't know. I like yeah. it. There is a book though called I think it's called It Depends. Um, it's that uh, maybe not. I thought I just bought. No, never mind. It's called What If. Mm. Don't don't listen to me. I'm an idiot. Um, I had a thing. And I Googled it depends, and now I've got pictures of diapers on my computer. I was about to say, are you looking at your Amazon shop list? Uh, <laughs> your shopping uh, list? Hilarious. Um, oh, I had a thing, and now it's gone. Yeah. Oh, well. It's hot as hell in this room, though, isn't it? Yeah. I think I'm, I might. Can you see my nipples? No, it's sweat, sweating through my shirt. What is the coming through? through my shirt? All right. I feel like you should be able to. We're close to that. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, yeah, here's a question for you You're done with your thesis. What's 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 next for Mr. Eric Middleton? What are you going to do with your life now? You're just going to roam the world as a traveling monk? Are you done? Are you done with your degree? No. <laughs> it is not over. What? Uh, yeah, so many other hoops to jump through, things to do, things to produce. What is it kind of like your learn. next main like what for in terms of degree completion? So for your portfolio, what's the next kind of main thing you're going to try to knock out? Stats tool. Cool. In that review, I mean, okay, I'm yeah, kind so of, those, are your, those are your two things that are remaining, yeah. Um, cool, cool. And I started uh writing sort of words on my whiteboard. I was like, yeah, what am I interested in? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for your review paper, yeah, review paper. Review, yeah. um, speaking of whiteboards, idea because yeah. I was, I don't know if I'm gonna get it yet, but uh, I'll basically I want to buy a bigger whiteboard because mm-hmm. I like the idea, like in the, mm-hmm. in the workhouse, I like the idea of the wall, yeah. Whatever. And so I was like, oh, what's an expensive whiteboard? Apparently, whiteboard's expensive, you know. Yeah. But um, apparently, you can buy like panel board or something from like Home Depot. Yeah, from for bathrooms. Cheap. Uh, yeah. From showers, I think. Or something. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's whiteboard's... what I was going to say. The same thing. It's. Um... I think glass works too. Oh yeah, glass. That's so, the point. Find a big piece of glass with and just put something like white yeah. or a color behind it so you yeah. can see. I think glass is more expensive, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can get like vinyl for bathroom something or others. Yeah. Yeah, I should have done that instead of this whiteboard. Yeah, because that, but... you know, that something that size is pretty expensive. More, mm-hmm. more than this was twenty bucks. Oh, really? I uh, think, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some that were just expensive or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. 
I want to live somewhere where every wall is a whiteboard. Yeah. Just right anywhere. They got the paint. They got that Yeah, stuff. the paint's expensive and yeah. not that great. Yeah. Um, cool. Just make it out of that material. Just cover my whole house in it's glass. One, it's one room. One, you know. One yeah, but I can't throw stones then if I have glass <laughs> all over my house. Uh, you could, but you'd be replacing it every time. Like, ah. It's true. Well, yeah. okay. Do people ever throw stones in houses? I don't never really understood that saying. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. People in regular houses throw stones? Well, you, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones at glass windows. <laughs> I hear nobody in you, houses should throw stones. If you want to throw a stone, I mean, if you want to say you can't, you can't afford a baseball, but you have an old rock and you want to toss the old, <laughs> old rock around. around with your son or a daughter, you know? Go outside. If you want to do it in the house, though, what if it's a cold winter? You're buried deep. Find a new game. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, cool. Well, I think that's a good place to, yeah, to, to end. Uh, it's been a pleasure, as always. Uh, if you are partial to this podcast, you should leave a review. I wonder, do we have any new ones? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going to open it up real quick and see. Yes. We're either done right now, or I'm going to look up the reviews as it's loading. Let's see if we have anything new. <laughs> Is there? I thought you said yes, as if no. you had found something. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking at stuff oh. on iTunes right now. Uh, my phone, go. my podcatcher has finally added an iTunes search to it, so I now have Ron, Roderick's Rendezvous. Oh yeah, and Roderick's uh, podcast. Awesome. Easily. Roderick's running for city council now. I told you that didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> Don't it's know. pretty interesting. I donated money to it because <laughs> on my list of places I might live in the future is Seattle. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Seattle would be a better place with him on city council. All right. So did my part. For did future. your part. And our, we have a friend who lives in Seattle now, I think. Yeah. So yeah. we have no more reviews. So you guys are all terrible listeners. I don't even know if we have any <laughs> listeners, but I don't care. Yes. Uh, thank you to my family for participating in this live episode of them telling us what we should talk about. And next week we will be more prepared. Boom. Probably not. <laughs>